Better. Happier. More productive. Hi. I'm Brad. From Computers. You may know me from OK Computer. The album by Radiohead. During my regular exercise at the gym, three days a week, I am always catching up on my favorite podcasts. Lately I am listening to Picking Up Something Good, the limited event prestige podcast by Echo Vessel and Nikki Flowers. And finding out that even today we live in a society. As a good friend of Tom York's, I know quality when I see it. It is no hyperbole when I say that Picking Up Something Good is the greatest podcast ever recorded. This is episode 3. Godspeed. I love you. How productive have you been recently? Um, a lot more productive than normal. Yeah, are you fitter? Uh, no, by no means. I Me ate either. Little Caesars yesterday. I had an Impossible Whopper. Um, yeah, happier in any case. Uh, you know, I did have Little Caesars yesterday. That was pretty good. I got some leftovers. So, oh, did you have like a like the crazy bread? No, but I got a coupon for free crazy bread next time I purchase another pizza. So, I mean, everything's coming up, Nikki. I just, I think crazy bread is like, it's not good. It's like lightly mm. salted bread. You need the dipping sauce. And also, I don't think it's that crazy. Hey, Nikki, you know what is crazy, though? What? The police state. Welcome to Picking Up Something Good, a limited <laughs> event prestige podcast about Radiohead. I'm Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. Uh, I'm Nikki Flowers. I play music as Nikki Flowers. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, today, we are covering... We're sure, we sure are covering an album. It's um, it's uh, the the album about the computer that learned to say okay. Today we'll be talking about it's computers, isn't it? Oh, uh, I was gonna say me wife, but I meant me the queen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we actually have a guest on the pod today. Um, friend of the pod. He's from podcasts. Um, he was born there. We were. <laughs> we just. We simply live in it. Um. Yep. It is Sean Barry of Radish, the other podcast that I'm not on. Hey guys, Ooh. I'm uh, real excited to come on today and talk with you. I've got a real great lineup. I'm talking, uh, I think we're going to be discussing the Dell Inspiron 8600. Uh, it's got like 512 megabytes of RAM, 40 gigabytes. Ooh. We're going to be covering the uh, Compact series, mostly the HP Compact 675S. Uh, yeah, I'm just really ta- uh, excited to talk about not really the, a higher line, not really shitty computers, just like real, just like mid line computers with you today. I'm, I mean, they're classics in their own right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're the Apple II of the 90s. Yeah. Um, today we're talking about, uh, OK Computer by Radiohead. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, it's that yeah, one. Sorry. I researched yeah. the wrong thing. Oh, OK. Oh, That's OK. Just do what we do. Just wing it. All right. Yeah. We we wing it for like an hour every week. So that's fine. All right. I'll do my best. Um, You love OK Computer, don't you? Uh, yes. Uh, ver- I still, I. if you ask me, I don't think I could name a favorite Radiohead album, but uh, uh, preparing for this 
OK Computer just, I think, might be my current one right now. Uh, that was meant as more of an accusation than anything. Oh, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> yes, I am uh, the accused. I plead guilty, <laughs> sir, your honor. Sustained. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, this is the very first time we've had a guest on this podcast. How do you feel about it? Are you comfortable, uncomfortable? Are you on fire? Um, You know, I feel a little bit intimidated. Sort of this stranger encroaching in on our space, mm. but... um. Sean, don't mess with me, and I think we'll be fine. Yeah, no, we're good. I'm on a, I'm on Mesa's side here. I'm a, here to guide you along the way as best as I can. Yeah, we're we're basically we're each gonna clasp one of your hands on each side, and we're gonna just walk you down this um, Banksy brick road <laughs> and do that thing where you swing me back and forth, and yeah, we're gonna be dancing around a maypole, but not really a maypole. It's just a cell tower, you know. Ooh, yeah. Whoa, that really says a lot about society. Yeah. <laughs> We do live in a society as evidenced by uh, this whole album. <laughs> um, can let, let's kind of like kick off the uh, the talk here by um, kind of talking about the art style of this album. How do y'all feel about it? I love it. It is. Yeah? I really do. It's very pretty, very white and blue. And uh, I read that uh, Nigel uh, designed it based off of like the color of. You mean ble- Stanley? What did I say? Yep. Sta- wrong guy. Wrong. <laughs> I, I picked the the sick the wrong sixth member of Radiohead. Yeah, Stanley Donwood said he used like bleach bone as a color inspiration. Ooh. Oh, how, wait, how so? Uh, it's just very white and light blue, and um, I don't know. There's a there's. I think Stanley was just making that up because yeah. he was put on the spot. Like, what was your inspiration? Oh, I don't know, bones. <laughs> <laughs> you know what computers have? Bones. <laughs> yeah. It's me, Stanley, and the computers have muscle. <laughs> um, one of the biggest inspirations, actually, in the work that I do for my own music has actually been the the OK Computer. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen it, but the thin ice, uh, no data icons, like the hand reaching out of the ice. Um, oh, yeah. And then there's a poster that's basically, it's got the lyrics to Climbing Up the Walls printed on it, but in a very like conversational tone. The visual design of this album is unmatched, except for the next album. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that's kind of all I wanted to mention. I'm a really big fan of the art style of Radiohead albums from this point on. Yeah, I mean, the Benz was great. I love that guy. Love the Benz guy. Yeah. But this <sighs> one definitely, it just, it feels like definitely like, okay, let's get serious about this. There are definitely more yeah. guys, and they don't have faces. I see... At least two, maybe four guys on the cover right now. Uh, those are the four members of Radiohead, actually. Oh, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> the best approximation of this album that I can discuss in one sentence, just a, not even a single sentence, maybe like a phrase, is Joker's Trick. <laughs> <laughs> Joker's Trick, the album. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying that this album is bad by any means. I love OK, oh, no. OK Computer. Yeah. It is a classic but Joker's trick also. Yeah. It's very Joker's trick. Very um oh if 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 Banksy took over the Joker's trick Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> took over. Yeah, what if what oh, if yeah. Banksy is Joker's trick? Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. Think about it. It's the most important work of art in Banksy's oeuvre. <laughs> There's that word again, oeuvre. Ooh. Yeah. Oeuvre. Oeuvre. 
Oeuvre. Let's talk about the songs on this record. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I mean, we could also just say the word oeuvre over and over again. But I mean, if, yeah, sure. Yeah. People listen to us. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about the album then. Um, let's talk about Airbag. Ooh. Airbag. It's a song about, um, it's a song about, I think it's about a car where there's something called an airbag in it. That's what I've been able to glean from 15 years of listening to this album. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, not, mm, that tracks. Makes sense. The, yeah. there, there's like an airbag and whenever, the, what I figured out independently, not by even looking up what an airbag does, I think the the airbag, when you hit something in the car really fast, mm-hmm. the airbag inflates. Is that how that works? Uh, yeah, and you know what? I understand why they chose that uh, as the theme for the first song, because when you think about it, doesn't an airbag say a lot about society? Yeah, yeah. it's, you know, we're in a big bag inflating. Yeah. Just constantly inflating, smashing into things, uh, huffing the air that's in there. I think Tom York wrote this song when he huffed the air into an airbag. How do you how do you feel about this song, Nikki? <laughs> I really like it. I think it's a pretty solid opener. Um, I love the bass. I know, I know. You knew I was gonna say it. Uh, really simple, but it's like really perfect. Did they just slip it right in there? It's like like a real smooth, buttery bass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking uh, about buttered bases. You're 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 a like a a, a base friend. That's that's all I have to really really say about your like affliction to base. I was gonna say aversion, but that's the wrong affliction. word. <laughs> a- affliction. Um, your love of the bass. You just love those four strings. Oh yeah. Well, you you gotta you gotta love them. They're they're so thick and. Juicy, I love a bass. But yeah, no, the the bass is good. Um, the whole uh, the whole song itself is uh, is really good. I like the um, the drums sort of stutter a little bit here and there. Sort of the computer sound sort of slowly creeping in as the song goes on. It's like okay, computer, you know. <laughs> That's me reluctantly saying computer every time my computer starts up. Yeah. <laughs> this song is about a computer starting up. Um, I really, really, really love Airbag. It's it's not my favorite opener uh, mm. to a Radiohead album. Um, it is, it's definitely not, but it just, it's, it's magical. It opens a very, a soon to be classic album. Going off of that, Mace, I, sometimes I get this feeling from like certain songs, certain openers of albums that like once like the first like two or three chords start, like, you know what you're about to get into and you just feel all those feelings again. And it comes rushing back. Uh, Airbag is definitely one of those songs that just like, like oh, yeah, here comes OK Computer. Uh, and it's just here comes OK Computer. Here it comes. Um, and, and he's mad. <laughs> it's coming so fast. We're going to need an airbag. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, that's what it's about. This is also one of the songs that like I uh, love singing along with Radiohead. They, I call them my favorite band. I don't know a lot of their lyrics. And I am just now learning that the chorus is saying in an interstellar burst, I am back to save the universe. Uh, it's in the booklet. I know. I don't read the Ooh. booklet that often. So I just kind of like uh, go by Tom York's vocal sounds and sing along with that. And so far it's okay. <laughs> and then to celebrate. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Picking up some karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I think this, um, I think this song, it kind of, 
just going back to the very first chords conversation, it reminds me of Christmas in the first like five seconds. That I had that in my notes too, where it's just like, oh, a little, a little happy little Christmas time tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this uh, this song was written while Tom York was visiting his parents over Christmas, and that's an actual recording of Santa on his sleigh, recorded Ooh. over the course of both Christmas and Boxing Day. You have to remember where they are. Is there is is Boxing Day UK? Yeah, I thought that was Canadian. Where do you think Canada's from? Fucking above us, not in the UK. They're made from UK. Mm, I don't buy that. Mm. They're cut from the same cloth. I just googled yep. it. <laughs> Justin Trudeau. He's just he's the Queen's son. He's the Prince Trudeau. <laughs> so that's how it works, Nikki. I'm sorry. The Queen birthed him fully formed, maybe like two years ago. Yeah, just a mess of birth fluids and neoliberal stupidity yeah <laughs> i just i love airbag and i think it immediately also kind of like it, it kind of establishes this is not the bends no yeah this is definitely a whole new beast and like i get that feeling like the first time i listened to it a couple days ago i did feel like it was definitely it was like pumping you up like okay here we go this is this is starting. Get ready. And the the outro in particular really got me pumped. Like, oh, I can't wait to hear what's next. Oh. Uh, what comes next? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, let's talk about what comes next after those four little beeps. It's Paranoid Android. Oh. A song Whoa. about the paranoid android. Marvin. Yeah. Marvin. It actually is about Marvin. Oh, no shit? Yeah, it's legitimately about Marvin. <laughs> oh, I love that little guy. Marvin from Hitchhiker's Guide to the uh, to the listeners who are uh, kind of not included. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the little listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's what you just said. <laughs> Marvin's from Hitchhiker's Guide to the little listeners. That whatever you yeah, just said. Yeah, the little listeners. The little I listeners. love them. Yeah. I think and it, it, it's hard for me to kind of like overstate how much I love Paranoid Android. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, well, then I'll help out. I love Paranoid Android so much. <laughs> it's the reason, I, I mentioned this before we started recording, usually, uh, as uh, uh, conventions dictate, we listen to an album once, and then right before we record, we listen to it a second time. I listened to this shit three times just so I could hear Paranoid Android three times. Nice. This song rules. Like, I mean, it starts out with, like, oh, I don't even, I'm, oh, I just love it. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> The song starts very like it. It, it definitely does have a buildup. Mm. Um, there is actually, and Sean, you may have heard this. Um, so a couple weeks ago, Radiohead had eighteen hours of material from OK Computer stolen. What? Yeah. yeah. Eighteen solid hours of mini discs from the OK Computer sessions. They were stolen from the band and posted online. Oh my god! I heard most of it. I'm through like maybe an eighth of it. There is and there is a cut of Paranoid Android on there from like their nineteen ninety six ish tour that goes on for ten minutes. Ooh. Imagine Paranoid Android just going on for such a long time and it just never ending. I don't think I'd like it as much. Really? That's all I could ever ask for. I don't know. I mean so, I don't know, I guess it's my dumb 21st century brain, that, but, like, I remember loading up OK Computer for the first listen, and I was like, oh, God, this is over 50 minutes? Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. It's uh, and I think I mentioned this last time that like lately I can't seem to write a song that's longer than two minutes and twenty seconds. So I'd have to like take a break at minute five if Paranoid Android was ten minutes. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I I genuinely really love the song, but I think it's I think it's perfect the way it is. It is. I think like crystallized perfection, possibly top ten uh, Radiohead songs for sure. Mm. Uh, from what I've heard, yeah. Sean, how do you feel? I uh, also love this song. I remember when I was like first getting into Radiohead back in high school, uh, my friend was just like, yeah, this is like, listen to Paranoid Android. And I remember this was beyond what I conceived what Radiohead could be. And just like the multi-parts, like people, you know, they'll talk about like British bands like Queen making multi-part songs that are captivating. I want Paranoid... No, I don't want it to be the new Bohemian Rhapsody because I don't want it to get overplayed and oversung <laughs> and just get real tired of it. But man, yeah. I want this to be the new Bohemian Rhapsody because imagine just people just singing this and just hitting the different parts. And oh, it's... When Rain Down comes at the end, it's just... That's one of my favorite Radiohead moments. Oh my God, that part. And I actually do... I did mention Bohemian Rhapsody in my notes because like the first part... So good, really nice, like, lush layering in the sounds. Then it hits you with that mood shift out of nowhere that, like, at first to me was like, ooh, this is a little jarring, but it totally works. And then that third part, this is like, this is like if Bohemian Rhapsody was actually a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I am not a fan of Queen. I don't like Queen. There are bits and pieces of Queen that I'm like, okay, I can appreciate that. I'm sick of hearing about them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think Bohemian Rhapsody was a good movie. I barely think Queen's a good band. But this is, this is, you're right. It's like if a Queen song was good. And actually, to that, to that effect, uh, Ed O'Brien of Radiohead, the mm-hmm. other, the other member. The one I can never remember. Yeah. yeah. The one none of us can ever remember. Sorry, Sorry Ed. Ed. I, Ed's <laughs> got some good moments on this album. I always remember Eddie. He's the drummer? The, mm? He's a, another guitarist, rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was going to let you guess, but. No. <laughs> 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 Um, Ed says, to me, the song sounded like Queen meets the Pixies. People thought it was Prague, but Prague always takes itself too seriously. And Paranoid Android, there's kind of like a serious message in there, but it's kind of cartoon-like. That's what Ed sounds like. That's actually a recording of his voice saying that. Oh, wow. That was, that was beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's really high res. Dulcet tones. Yeah, I buy that. Queen meets Pixies, Prague, mm-hmm. if it didn't take itself so seriously. I, I don't know. I like how Prague is like, no... We're singing about space wizards. You need to pay attention. This is real shit. I like that about Prague. Um, but you I could also kind of you can it, that belongs to that that specific kind of like idea belongs to both Prague and metal. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> basically, it, Prague and metal, at least stoner metal, like that tweet says, are basically oh, oh it's the fucking wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and how can you hate that? Uh, furthermore, I think Paranoid Android is the endgame of Tom and Johnny's little war uh, from the Benz. Oh, the um, the chord war? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many chords in the song, and it's good. Oof. I mean, that's why they had to chop it up into three parts. They're like, how do we fit all these chords in here? Yeah, legally, actually, I, th- I think back when they were recording this in like 96, 97, you couldn't have more than three chords in a song. Oh, so they sort of defied uh, British law to make yeah. this album. That's yeah. Well, that's, uh, as we say, that's society. Yeah. Uh, that's before they did all the CCTV, so none of them went to prison. But Oh. Whew. Um, anyway, let's talk about the next song. I love Paranoid Android so much, but there's just so much more to cover. 
Oh yeah, let's talk about uh, the sequel to Bob Dylan's Subterranean Homesick Blues, Subterranean Homesick Alien. I I had never I I don't I still don't think I've heard Subterranean Homesick Blues. My brain just autocompletes to Subterranean Homesick Alien because it just yeah. rhymes. Well, like, yeah. I mean it's it's Bob Dylan. You've heard Bob Dylan. You've heard Subterranean Homesick Blues. That's fair. You kind of you kind of know. I mean I, I'm a I like Robert Dylan. That's his legal name, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's literally his legal name. This is in a bit. Um, It's very... This does give me, like, bend juice. Yeah, just a little sip of it. Just a little... Except they do it reverse, where, like, a lot of uh, songs in the bends, the um, verses were kind of okay and the choruses were great. I felt the opposite, where the chorus felt kind of weak, but the verses were really, really strong. The the chorus of this song reminds me of a Radiohead song that we're going to get to in a couple episodes called um, The National Anthem. Oh. That's the one the, mm. the one they play at baseball? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've heard that one. Uh, <laughs> so it, 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 Uptight reminds me of a line in there um, that's basically like, everyone is so near. It's, it's it kind of like, it feels thematically related to me, even though it's like years apart. I mean, sure, I'll I'll take it. Yeah. I haven't heard the yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything past this, but yeah, Th- you're that right. was mostly <laughs> just for Sean. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, how do you feel about this song? Just in like in general. Um, in general, I like it. Yeah, like I said, the chorus was a little eh, but not terrible. Um, I love the. I mean, the guitars are perfectly spacey, as the uh, as the title would suggest. I love that. Um, that really bright keyboard that comes in. Um, I love, I love, like, bright keyboards. Like, keyboards so bright you gotta put on your shades. I love that shit. Mm. So yeah, this is good. It's good stuff. This one, uh, it's a, obviously, it's a great song. Good song. It's never one that really strikes me as, like, when I think of OK Computer, like, I'm having trouble, like, keeping it in my head as we're talking about it. But listening to the lyrics, it's, uh, very fun to hear just, like, Tom York's, uh, just alien abduction fantasy stories. And it's just, it just makes sense. Do you think he's ever been abducted by aliens? Probably. He is aliens. Yeah. I- hello? Hello? Uh, oh, hey, Tom. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Oh, my God. Hello? It- it's me. Hello, Mr. York. It's- I, uh, I'm a huge fan. I'm Tom York. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From Radiohead. It's me, Tom York, from Radiohead. <laughs> I- it's an- welcome to the podcast, Tom. How you doing? to come on the podcast. I... I don't, I mean, I can, guy, Nikki, I can go if this is the guest you want to have instead of me. I understand if you'd rather have Tom York on your Radiohead podcast. Oh, he's here all the time, don't you worry. Oh, okay, cool. Well, it's... I, hmm? I, I'd like to talk about my aliens. Oh, yeah, spill the beans, Tom. Give us uh, give us some dirt on those aliens. Yeah. Uh, Hit the X-Files so, scene. they're very small. Oh, Okay. Well, you're very large. You're 12 feet. So, I mean, is it small compared to you or just, like, small in general? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. That, yeah, sure. Um, I just, I wrote this song about a dream I had about the alien. Um, the alien's my, uh, my flatmate. Um, oh. Okay. He, he was underground. Underground. And he wanted to go home. And it makes me sad to this day. Oh. Yeah. Well, I can see why you wrote a song have you, about have that. Have you That's... heard OK Computer by Radiohead, the band? I mean? uh, yeah, we have actually. Uh, Tom, you just, I don't know how you called into a podcast, but this is the recording of the OK Computer episode. Okay. I, um, just absolutely starstruck. This is incredible. Oh, you'll uh, get used to it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you know about the alien? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. as much I mean, as I, the song tells us. Well, uh, okay, bye. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, what a fella that guy is. Yeah. Always, uh, always. Hey, did I miss anything? Oh. Oh, God. Every single time Tom comes over, you're in some was other room. Was it fucking Tom again? Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Oh. Yeah, he was telling us about the alien, and uh, he was kind what of cryptic about it. Well, I don't... It sounded like Sean, there was like a... what did he tell us? It was like the, there was like an E.T. situation going on, except instead of like a closet full of uh, uh, stuffed animals and Reese's Pieces, uh, Tom kept his alien uh, in the basement. Uh, or I think what they call it in uh, uh, in Britain, um, the loo, the loo. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and he was just talking about how his friend was a uh, homesick for his home planet. Um, he did. He basically that was it that he told us. Damn, yeah. Man. yeah. Every time he comes on this podcast, it sucks. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. He's a weird motherfucking guy. Yeah, yeah. he's weird. I can understand why he wrote uh, this song. Yeah. Um, it's a good song. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about something j- just before we get to the next part of it. Yeah, sure. This song, this, this, sorry, this album is, Sean just reminded me of this the other day. It's divided into four sides. Oh, yes. And it's not side A, B, C, and D. Oh, what? It a- is oh. side Eeny, Meeny, Miny, and Mo. Oh my God. I actually love that. I was ready for it to be like, uh, pills, television and i don't know but <laughs> mcdonald's eeny meeny miny mo so um it's not it's obviously not a four-sided album so they just split the two sides into smaller sides uh yeah that's how that works yeah. <laughs> sure we've gotten to the end of side eeny <laughs> and uh you're not fucking with no, me that's really what they man just wait you're kid a is fee fi fo fum so wait is it really yeah oh <laughs> damn yeah okay that's like uh rem always uh naming their sides like supper and dinner and stuff yeah. like that I, i'm i'm a sucker for that is that life search pageant yes maybe okay. i get them all mixed up yeah which is great because i'm today i'm announcing the two sides of my uh forthcoming record uh side a is um side a is left and side b is right that's Ooh. gonna be very confusing for people trying to uh play it on their record player um, no, it's a it's a left and right. It's two two records fused together. Oh, oh Jesus, <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. Do <laughs> you need an extra long uh, record player? <laughs> it's an extra long player. Yeah, remember the long cheeseburger from Burger King? Oh, <laughs> I wish I could have one right now. And if it tasted like mm. the normal cheeseburgers, but it was just like dimension wise different, I'm okay with that. It yeah. was, yeah. Okay. All right. No. It was very funny. Uh, before we get to Meanie, a hot dog sandwich. You take you, you take you take a hot dog wiener, but you make it into a patty, and you put it okay. between two buns. Now, is this? Are you inventing this on the spot? Or are you telling us about a a, a, pr- a product that exists? No, as far as I know, I'm inventing it on the spot. Ooh. Okay. Well, uh, patent uh, granted. Great. Any other inventions? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, inside out corn dog. I hate oh. that. <laughs> I hate that so much. We use the same wiener uh, technology that made a patty, and then we make a cylinder, and we stick cornbread in the middle. Well, boys, I think we just got a million dollars. Picking up a million dollars. This is our podcast. Did you, you know that anything <laughs> anything you invent on this podcast is our property? Uh, well, that's fine. You guys can have this. Yeah, I mean, did you not read the uh, paperwork we sent you before you... You, you got on the podcast. Oh, I just you signed re- it and everything. Yeah, no, I just read the. My name is Sean, and I'm on a podcast, and that's all I read. I didn't have time for the other like seventy two pages. Yeah, that's where my my lawyers get you. Well, um, 
let's make our exit from this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Exit music for a conversation. Let's talk about exit music music for a film, which is literally for a film. Oh, which one? Romeo plus Juliet by Baz Luhrmann. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, this is at the the credits, right? Yeah. Which is literally the exit music. It's basically... The thing about Romeo and Juliet, the 1996 version by Baz Luhrmann, not mm-hmm. the not the like Dawn of Time one by William Shakespeare, um, <laughs> is that it's s- such a heavy-handed movie, but I love it so much. It's it's so hard to hate. I remember watching it in like uh, fucking uh, film class in high school, and all my uh, little student buddies were like, "Ugh." God, really? They he hits you over the head with it. I'm like, I know, isn't it great? <laughs> it's actually not in the credits of uh, Romeo and Juliet. That's Talk Show Host by Radiohead. That's a song that we're going to cover later. No shit. Yeah. Oh, wait. They, oh. Because of its inclusion, I'm reading from Genius now, because of its inclusion on OK Computer, it was withheld from the film soundtrack, and instead, a remix of Talk Show Host took its place. Oh. Well, why do I think it's in the credits? Yeah, Um. because Tom York thought... And this is what he told me on the phone the other day. The Romeo and Juliet was a song about, was a movie about Jay Leno. Oh. And that's okay. why they put talk show hosts in there. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That, yeah. Yeah. The thing about this movie, the, the movie is that um, Leonardo DiCaprio is, could be wearing like an Aloha shirt that says Romeo on it. And it would be perfectly <laughs> within the bounds of the film. <laughs> why didn't they go with that? That would have been great. Uh just a, a Hawaiian shirt that says, I'm going to die at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, how do you feel about this song? I know you don't uh, like ballads. Yeah, so that's... Okay, so it was... I wanted to pull my hair out at first, because I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay, here we go. Yeah, just do it. pull out the acoustic guitar. Have your little ASMR vocals, Tom. <laughs> Back away from the mic a little bit, Tom. Um, but, <laughs> but then the... The choir sound kicks in, which, um, is that like a Mellotron? It sounds like a Mellotron. I believe or, it is, yes. Yeah, so I love, I love me a Mellotron. I like that. Verse three, I think, is where it starts to get, like, really fucking creepy. Like, I started to really start to get into it there. And then, uh, yeah, like, the end of it, they just burst into this big, uh, explosion of emotion. Like, it's, it's a really slow buildup, right? But I think it was, uh, I think it's worth it. Yes. It's, it's very it is I, and you and i have kind of talked about endlessly about how we don't like ballads yep but i think that the song might not technically count as a ballad i think the first part definitely is but then tom's like oh wait ballads are shit <laughs> something interesting in the middle of the song they realize oh wait ballads fucking suck and then i just here's johnny greenwood in the genius uh annotations talking about chords again mm-hmm um, Boy, that guy likes chords. He loves chords. It's almost as if he's a musician or something like that. Weird. Mm. Sean, how do you feel? About this song? Oh, I love yeah. it. Oh, I, I didn't say anything before, but we're hitting uh, the meanie side. And this is probably one of my favorite sides in all of music. Uh, just the triple punch that's coming up at the beginning, starting with exit music. It rules. I love my favorite Radiohead songs are the ones where like Tom is like very threatening and very creepy. Um, yeah, he's very menacing. Yeah. Like the one on the bends where somebody was going to pay. Yeah. Uh, like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like upcoming on like hail to the thief. Uh, there are a lot of songs like that there. Um, but this is just, uh, strangely enough, I didn't really like, I obviously 
like I've said, I really liked this song before, but in the first season of Westworld, the show ends, one of the last things they play is like a string cover of Exit Music for a film, and it's used so perfectly. And Ooh. watching it, I was like, oh, this song rips, and I couldn't stop listening to it for weeks afterwards. And uh, yeah, this uh, it's just a lot of fun, and I really love singing along to it. It's a fuck ton of fun. Um, I actually used to skip this song near constantly whenever I would listen to OK wow. Computer. Wow. I used to skip this song mostly because I just didn't want to hear a, a guitar song. I didn't want to hear an acoustic guitar song. I really didn't. Mm. This We're in OK Computer. Give me some computer, Tom. Yeah. yeah. This has this has no computer, if you think about it. <clears throat> What's a Mellotron yeah. from? Com- not computer. Tapes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well. It's, it's just. Yeah, Sean. Mm. I'm learning a lot. The song is false advertising, but with age, I've grown to love it. It's good. It's vi- it definitely took me. It was my first listen. Was like oh, okay. It took me a couple couple tries, but it's uh, I love it. I'm reading the genius comments, and somebody's like, "This song is about teenage suicide." Despite her father, the song was written and used in Leonardo DiCaprio's remake of Romeo and Juliet. Mm. You know, directed by Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Uh, doesn't get more obvious than that. It's just like, that's such a base level interpretation of this song, but also you're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not wrong. I mean, that is exactly what it's about. Yeah. Um, wait, what did Johnny have to say about chords? Um, Johnny said that he remembers working at the chords with Tom for the choir part. It was really painstaking. We had to relearn how to use chords. No, we had to relearn how to really concentrate and focus on something small and work at it properly and not just go, yeah, that'll do. Looking oh. at how the chords l- run into each other and not be too long and boring. I remember, I can remember it making me really tired having to concentrate on that stuff. Finally, proof that Johnny Greenwood needs to sleep. Yeah. Just something very comforting about Johnny Greenwood. Just stand there going, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Oh. oh my god, that's very, um, Com- that'll do is very uh, King of Limbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you said it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Nikki. I don't know. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll I'll get these references in a couple episodes. Yeah. Sorry to let you down, but we're gonna talk about let down. Oh fuck me! Ooh, cane of the Segway. Oh my god! How do you feel? I, before I say anything, I uh, I mentioned REM before. Um, this is like if Radiohead did an REM song specifically, like especially the chorus. There's something about. Like, the way the chorus ends and the bass sort of falls back into the rest of it that just screams R.E.M. Like, the jangly guitars. Yeah. Mentioned this before. I love a good jangle. And it's all over this one. Um, again, I love the slow buildup of uh, all the layering. A lot of, lot, of, uh, lot of really smart layering of sounds in this album compared to the last two. Like, really um, lush arrangement. Yeah. I really am appreciating that. And uh, that the little um, arpeggiated square synth that oh. starts uh, near the end, so cute, and it ties the whole song together for me. I love this one. I love Let Down so much. It's uh, it's in my top three Radiohead songs. Yep. Um, yep. yep. I my brain exploded. My little my little tiny child brain exploded the very first time I heard the One Day I Am Gonna Grow Wings. Mm part that leads directly into um tom's vocals kind of like diverging to two different uh lines near the end yeah oh yeah 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 i just oh my god what a song this is uh this is my number one favorite radiohead song this oh out of all of them yeah out of everything this is uh talking about it gives me chills just 
it's yeah. hard not to like the same moment, Mace. It's hard not to sing along with that without like breaking into tears for me. It is just so inspiring, and I love just how the vocals just separate and the lyrics just you know let down and hanging around. I don't have much of a belief system in this world and universe, but if I did, uh, that would just be the bones of it of just kind of like you know what it's like to be alive um and just mm. what life and the if preach yeah i mean if any of you follow me on like social media or i think it's just instagram now but like i just the phrase hysterical and useless i love so much uh and if i were to get a radiohead tattoo god forbid it's gonna happen <laughs> uh i would i love the line i would have hysterical and useless uh because it's just this song is beyond i don't know it's just up there it's I love it so much. Like, I mean, yeah, you said it. It's fucking good. It doesn't lose its power for me. It's kind of beyond words for me. Um, it's, it's just, it, 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 wow. It's really, yeah. despite the name, it's not. It's really not. Yeah. It's the opposite. Uh, there's a running theme on this album. I don't know if you've uh, kind of picked it up that uh, capitalism's bad. Oh, I don't know. They made that kind of subtle. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a little... You can't really kind of, like, pick it up at all. There, But joking aside, there's a lot of song... Like, there's a lot of songs in this album that from, you know, like, from 20 feet away, you would be like, oh, it's just, a, like, a Banksy album about capitalism, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but these songs have heart. Yeah. There's a lot of heart in the song. Um, yeah. Can I give you some trivia? Please. Absolutely. This song was recorded at 3 a.m. in a ballroom at the historic St. Catherine's Court, according to uh, Genius. Holy shit. Hmm. In a very empty room at 3 a.m., just recording, like, maybe one of the greatest vocals of the 90s. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's just kind of been the ideal for me as an artist, to just kind of fuck off for, like, (laughs) a month or something and record in, like, an empty house. Yeah. I don't know if y'all have ever gotten that, like urge i oh all the time i i'm i'm constantly my my uh my one running like daydream fantasy is to pull a connie converse and just fuck off in the middle of nowhere like in a cabin somewhere and just make a bunch of music in a tiny abandoned cabin with nobody around me for miles Mm. and then i never release it it's just for me yeah, I just, mm. I am so uh, inspired and comforted by the idea of just like being alone in a large open space like cathedrals or just a gallery or something and just like having loud music or just like soaring music playing that just nothing in this world feels, sounds better to me. Oh, uh, yeah. I get that feeling even when I get on like an empty train car, which is probably the most transcendent experience any person can have is having an entire car to yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. And just like rolling up in a ball, blaring your music. Yeah. Just, Ooh, just, just rolling around. Yeah, just, just going where the train takes you. Doing a yeah. little spin dash. Yeah. Oh. Wait, are we mm. talking about the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What? I spin dash when I'm alone in the train. No, I spin dash everywhere I go. Oh. 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 Okay. I don't have those thighs, I like man. I can't. My hammies can't handle that. I usually I spin dash. I. Sometimes I'll hit a wall and I'll lose all my rings, but... <laughs> oh, I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Let Down is a fucking magical song. I I don't know what, to, what else to say about it. I just... Uh... It's magical. I mean, like, it, it really is hard to put into words how much this, this did affect me. And it was also partly why I did three listens, because... It, it comes up, man. That's all I can say. I just want to yeah. give a shout out to my boy, Ed O'Brien. 
uh, I don't know if he's featured on this song with the vocals, but I know when they perform it live, he comes in at the end with those separating vocals, and man, he nails it. It's good stuff. Thanks, Ed. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know which part he sings exactly, but I know, just know, seeing him after seeing Ed, he does it well. I really appreciate you, Ed. Ed always looks like, and you can, uh, Nikki, you're free to look up pictures of Ed O'Brien. This is not illegal, um, according to the rules of the podcast, or in, like, the Geneva <laughs> Don't Convention. Don't look up Ed O'Brien, you'll get spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pulling up Ed O'Brien. He Here looks we like Nathan Drake. Well, let me confirm that. He, he's he got, the, like, Ooh. the Nathan Drake clothes. Yeah. He looks like he's about to go tomb raiding after this. <laughs> if you if you set five pictures of Ed O'Brien side by side and you're like, this is the national, I would go, yes. <laughs> this is Boney Vare. <laughs> you know the black keys. This is him. Put five pictures of Ed O'Brien side by side and be like, this is Radiohead. <laughs> It'd be like, it's more Coldplay, but yeah, I understand. <laughs> Oh my god. Um I love Ed O'Brien of Muse. <laughs> um He's hot. He he is hot. He's a hot guy. Yeah, he's Damn. uh Okay. I don't know where he's from. Uh uh Oh, he's also from Oxford. Uh, he must have not had the water there. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. Every member of Radiohead is hot in their own way, including Tom York. <laughs> Very oh, true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this is, I'm in the in the definite minority here, that Tom York gets hotter as time progresses. You know what? After Anna, a, nope, Amina, anime. anima, yep, anime. Make sure after anime, I really agree. After watching that, he's a he's a good looking guy, dresses well. We'll get to anima eventually, mm. Nikki. Um, you'll like that one, but it's it's very, it's quite. He's hot is the thing. Yeah. I didn't like like. You know, bun bun on head, Tom York for a little while, but like I'm into it. I was gonna say I I really I really like that bun. Yeah, it's a good bun. It's it stays a good bun. Mm. I do my my hottest Tom York is like in Rainbow's era Tom though, when he still had most of his hair. Mm. I like Shaggy Tom. Oh, in Rainbow's mm. Tom York. Here we Spoilers. Go. Be careful, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I accidentally typed Tom Tork. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tork is Tom York's brother who loves to, um, who, uh, his, he's in the Fast and Furious movies. Airbag is dedicated yeah. to Tom Tork. <laughs> Tom's brother who passed away. Boy, I wish me brother had an airbag. Oh, that's, that's why he hates cars. It took his, his, his beloved Tom Tork brother. <laughs> Damn. My favorite Tom York look, it's not necessarily like the hottest one, but like, kind of king of limbs moonshape pool ish era this is mostly for sean yeah where mm. he looks like john wick yeah <laughs> when he just starts wearing long clothes yeah yeah tom wick <laughs> <laughs> let's all just meditate on that for a moment can we get a moment of silence just like five seconds all right mm. tom wick yeah i love it I'm guessing I'm back, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Karma Police. Oh, good lord, let's. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, Ar- arrest me because I love this song. <laughs> yeah, this fucking rules. Karma this Police, song. however, is extremely Banksy. Yeah, yeah the lyrics are... Uh, yeah, but it doesn't detract from it. I, th- I mean, 
the whole thing, lyrics aside, this is evocative as shit. Yeah. This song. This it feels like its own little world. Like I, I really did feel like I was stepping in to the world of Karma Police. You know what I mean? Like it def it's it's uh yeah, I don't know how to how to describe it other than it it feels like a fully fleshed out world in this one song. It feels like if Radio had written this today, mm. I'd be the fuck into it, just like thematically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely there's a lot of moments in um, in this album that's like, oh boy, they were onto some stuff about what we're currently going through, huh? N- not even that. It's just like, I listen to it, I'm like, oh, nothing's changed. Yeah, that's the thing. This album came <laughs> yeah. out in 97. It is eternal. Mm. We're about to get to a song that is Which just... Which is good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, uh, this song fucking rules. Um, yep. Ed O'Brien says, when someone in the band behaved like an a-hole, the others always said, the karma police is gonna get me. <laughs> so I think... <laughs> I think this song is about the members of Radiohead believing that the Karma Police is real. Yeah, like it started as a bit, but then they just all got kind of a little too paranoid about it. Ah. And they're like, oh, oh shit. Almost oh, like God. the android. A little bit. Uh, you guys want to yeah. know something uh, real uh, true and something I'm ashamed of when it comes to... Uh, Hit me. Despite the name of this song, whenever it came on, I was like, yeah, they're saying, come on, police. <laughs> Come on, police. Oh, I... <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Tom York's just saying, like, come on, police, arrest this man. He talks in maths. Come on. What does it mean to buzz like a fridge? You've never buzzed like a fucking fridge before? I, may, maybe. Maybe when I'm asleep. You ever drank, like, three cups of coffee, like, in succession? Yes. That's buzzing like a fridge. Wow. It's more um, It's more of Tom York being like, do you remember when he hated TV on the bends? Hmm. Now he hates other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was watching TV and realized, oh, it's not the TV I hate, it's the people on the TV. Okay. <laughs> Which I guess is a better way to direct it. Yeah. He says, it was partly the way of just expressing how some people just talk and they're not really saying anything. I remember traveling around a lot, especially in America. Damn, hell yeah. Damn right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and modern ri- rock was just like, imitates the sound of a loud fridge buzzing. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Which I guess is still kind of Banksy, but like he's not wrong. No, not at all. And as Americans, I'm, and also as Americans with a podcast where we kind of talk about nothing for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> a very accurate read. Yeah. Tom York would say this podcast sounds like a buzzing fridge. Yeah. I, I kind of, I would be honored if he listened and didn't like it and like told us he didn't like it. That'd be great. Even when he guests on it. Yeah, I do want to just kind of put this call out to everybody who listens to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, I want you to tweet the link to the episode to Tom York right now. <laughs> right now, pause it if you need to. We need to get him to listen. He's called in um, somehow. I don't know because this isn't we don't it's not a call in podcast, but somehow he's figured out how to call in. But I don't think he actually listens. Otherwise, he'd stop calling in. Yeah, yeah. I think he just shows up and talks to us about the the song i think right now pause pause the podcast pause it stop right now. Pod. go over to twitter oh shit they're not gonna hear this part uh okay go, unpause unpause oh, right, go yeah. over to we twitter <laughs> <laughs> go over to twitter type in dot so we can see it dot mm-hmm. at tom york at pus g pod p-u-s-g pod and then paste the link to the noise space.xyz page for this uh, xyz sorry Sorry, Matt. Sorry. Um, <laughs> XYZ page for this for this uh, episode. 
and I want to see you do it, and I want I want him to respond. Yeah, uh, any response, like stop sending me these links. That would be fine. Yeah, uh, Sean, how do you feel about Pod- uh, Karma Police? Oh, it's uh, yeah, solid, great song. It was like <laughs> uh, before I started listening to Radiohead uh, in like full albums, like you know, uh, this is just one single I just kept returning to. Like this and Paranoid Android were like formative for me. Uh, do you guys, mm. the one thing I want to talk about that this song reminds me of, and I still get a hoot out of, did you guys watch any Derek comedy when they were on the, you know, when they were doing their stuff? No. Oh yeah. I haven't thought about them in years. Yeah. Th- there's that one sketch, which albeit not a great title, but very good sketch. Uh, women are not to be trusted. Have you ever seen that one? Oh yeah. Uh, the title. Wow. Yeah. It's a, uh... I have not seen this, <laughs> but no, it's, it's funny. But uh, it's just Donald Glover. They're in a, a, a independent film class and Donald Glover apparently keeps making movies and being a part of his friends' movies that uh, where he just kind of gets revenge or he just shouts at his ex-girlfriend, Bethany, for breaking his heart. And each <laughs> video ends with, this is what you'll... It just ends with Karma Police. And it's very <laughs> funny. <laughs> just, oh Jesus! Yeah, it's such it's such a it's such a fucking scathing read on those uh, indie film bros. Yeah, it's a uh, but this is another one where Tom just sounds real threatening. Uh, just like this mm. is what you'll get when you mess with us. And uh, I'm yeah, this is obviously fits the checks that box. I'm in. Love Karma Yo, Police. Tom York sounds mad at me. Yeah, like me specifically during. Yeah. <laughs> But he also, like, he, not only that, but he seems tortured about it, too. Like, it's not pure malice. There's something, there's like, there's a little bit of, I don't know what, underneath it. He's, he's, he's dealing with some stuff in here. He loses himself for a minute there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oof. Can I tell you a cool story about that, uh, that outro? No. Uh, okay. You can tell me. Bye. End of podcast. Okay, uh, no, Okay, please. Sean, I'll tell you only. Uh- <laughs> So I saw Radiohead for the first and so far only time at the American Airlines Arena in Miami in 2012. And they ended their set with Karma Police, Mm. I believe. I don't know if they've ever done this before because I don't listen to Radiohead live recordings because, well, I barely, I'll listen to some of them. But they ended Karma Police by basically just kind of having Tom repeat for a minute there, I lost myself, and just having us sing it over and over. And he sings it and he sings it and he whips us up into a frenzy as they slowly walk off stage and we just (sighs) keep singing it as the lights go out and it's just (sighs) i have never had a concert experience like that one tom york looked directly at me during that show that's incredible oh my god i i am getting chills just from your description of it I can't even imagine what it was like being in that. It kind of like, it, it built up to kind of like an emotional fever pitch and they just walked off stage never to be seen again. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I've, I've seen Radiohead twice uh, since that show. Never saw them. Just heard music. Still bought tickets again. I believe that was actually the first show where they premiered a bunch of new stuff that um, wouldn't be on an album for like a couple years. And it is... Good music. Um, they also, I think, did Karma Police with, uh, with. No, 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 it wasn't Karma Police. There was, there's a, t- a couple songs that Johnny played the radio on. He played the radio. Yeah, you'll, we'll, we'll get into this later, but he plays a radio on stage. Okay, I mean, sure. Okay. Um, yeah. that's um, that's Meanie. How do you, how do you feel about Meanie? Meanie slaps. Yeah. Meanie slaps. In- Meanie fucks. Yeah, incredible side. Unbelievable. I think it slaps more than it fucks, but it is very good. I just, I love, I own two copies of this record, and I love just having uh, the ability to be like, all right, first disc, side B, 
excuse me, meanie side, and I play it, <laughs> and I'm good. It's just like a little like 12 minute uh, cycle, and it's perfect. That's all I need. A little snippet, little bite. Mm, little, mm, mm, it's so good. Yeah, just like a, a little, uh, not an amuse buche, but just like a nice little snack. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, I was today years old when I found out how to pronounce amuse bouche, and I wasn't going to pronounce it ever in front of you because you speak French. No, I, I mispronounce it. It's amuse bouche. You're right. You're good. Amuse bouche. Oh. Amuse bouche. Yeah. Amuse bouche. Well, uh, let's move on to Miney, the longest, mm, the longest miney. side featuring... The fuck anthem of 1997, Fitter Happier. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, can I just start out by saying I hate this one? <gasps> you hate this one? I don't like it one. Well, I like it one bit. The, <laughs> I use I use the, uh, the Fred Macintock voice in a few songs. So like hearing Fred is uh, like hearing an old friend of mine. Um, and I love Fred, and I'm so glad that he um, got featured on such a huge album. Like, like he's getting work, yeah. Yeah, no, and it was like, it was huge for him at the time. Um, and I get that this is like the mission statement of the album, but it fucking sucks as a song. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just how I feel. It kind of does. <laughs> I feel like I can't, if I'm listening to the album, I shouldn't skip it, because it's like, that it, fitter, bleh, fitter happier is what okay computer is i get that and i appreciate it mm. if i'm like listening to like a if i'm listening to my music playlist on random and it comes on i'm gonna be skipping it like immediately uh, yeah you know? i don't think it's designed to be put on like a playlist unless you're like unless you're banksy i think spotify has it yeah. on their this is radiohead playlist i'm gonna double check this why because <laughs> i mean when you think like this is radiohead it's like when you when you you gotta take you know you got creep you got you know karma police and you got fitter happier. Those are the three. There's only three, the three songs on the playlist. <laughs> but it, fitter happier was such a big hit in 1997. Everybody was having just too much sex to it. Yeah, so many fitter happier babies out there. I, yeah, they call them boomers. It is not on the playlist. <laughs> my mistake, Nikki. I'm sorry to hear that. I love this. I love this track. This might be my uh, mm-hmm. me listening to a lot of Godspeed and just becoming used to uh, people talking over uh, <laughs> just sounds. But man, I fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I think I have I a mean, different copy sense. because I don't know. The voice I'm hearing is like kind of a computer. Not are you guys talking about Fred from YouTube? No, is that Fred is no. the the. It's a a program that came with a lot of Macs around the time called Macintosh. Yeah, when I got my Mac, I opened it up and there was YouTube and there was Fred and he was talking real fast. Is that? Are, yeah, I talk, I, we're talking about him. Okay. Yeah, I have a different copy because mine speaks a little slowly. And he sounds like a oh, like a computer. Yeah, he sounds like a computer. No, but not oh, like see, a Windows yeah. computer. He sounds like probably like a Macintosh computer. Um, is this yeah. is this Tom's computer? Oh, oh it very well okay. may be the computer that Tom built to play music. But he doesn't oh. play any speak music to him. on here. He just hmm. just talks. This isn't music. Uh, but I don't I don't read uh, motivational books because it's bullshit. Uh, this song just like it makes me feel good. And it's just like, you know, this is a thing I can work towards. It's being fitter, you know, being happier, being more productive. Like, I listened to this leaving therapy <laughs> the other day, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, okay. And, you know, you're still crying at a good film. 
uh, you know, just, and like the way it ends is just like, it's all like good stuff. And then it goes a pig in a cage on antibiotics. And you're like, Oh shit. Ugh. Banksy's here. And <laughs> yeah. I, I rolled my eyes like harder than I ever have in my entire life. When I heard that, I'm so glad that they put that at the end. Otherwise I would have skipped it. Because... <laughs> oh my God, Tom, we get it. We live in a goddamn society. Also, also, also Tom, antibiotics are good for you. You shithead. But I mean, when <laughs> yep. you're, supposedly if you're giving antibiotics to a pig in a cage it's that pig is like headed to slaughter and it's not okay but the the best life the antibiotics are not that pig's problem at the moment it's in a cage about to be slaughtered that's true but it has good medicine why are you giving a pig medicine if you're gonna kill it got a healthy meat (sighs) it just you ever had bacterial (sighs) meat not that good gotta have that antibacterial meat i well yeah i only buy my meat from purell (laughs) I, I marinate. Oh man, you guys ever take Clorox to a steak? <laughs> Fucking delicious. <laughs> Scrumptious. Real acidic. Oh. Real tastes like lemons, but doesn't feel good going down. But man, I love it. Is this how white people season their food? Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, this is. Uh, yeah, growing up, salt, pepper, no, no. Clorox, Lysol. hell yeah. Fucking, oh, Lysol chicken. <laughs> mm. Why do why do you think at the beginning of this episode? Why do you think I I called this Joker's trick the album? Is because this song is the the thesis, <laughs> the nucleus of Joker's trick. Yeah, um, it's an interesting Sean the way you uh, you framed it as like aspirational quotes of like be fitter, happier, yeah. more productive. I viewed it as like you have to be fitter, you have to be happier, you have to be more productive. You can't cry in public. That kind of oh, thing yeah. of like. Society has rules. Yeah, Tom, society has rules. It, we know. It kind of loops in on itself, though, where it's like, yeah, it knows that this is like society telling you, like, this is like the ideal life. But for some reason, like, I, my brain sees that. It's like, okay, yeah, it's, this is how it is. And it's ironic. But it comes back around and be like, but yeah, this is a way to live. This is nice. <laughs> it's right. This is strange. Yeah. One thing I'm never going to do is wash spiders down the plug hole. <laughs> no. Also, plug hole? That's gross. That's where they Don't say it, it in, in, in Oxford. Still kissing with saliva. Oh. Kissing with saliva. That's gross, too. Kissing entirely with saliva. Have you ever <laughs> just, just, like... <laughs> no lips, just saliva. You just spit and yeah. hope it meets in midair. <laughs> yeah. I, I want them dry-ass lip kisses. <laughs> Ugh, get the saliva out of here. What are you trying to do? Break me down? <laughs> Oh my god, fitter, happier, more productive. They used to start their shows in like 96, 97, 98 with this. Can you imagine just being in a giant amphitheater and hearing fitter, happier open a fucking show? I would, if they did that today, I would yell the whole time. Just, yeah! <laughs> Sorry. I... Yeah, I want to be more productive. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I'm at this Radiohead show. I didn't know we were at fucking Tony Robbins. Yeah! And then these sad British guys come up here? Fuck! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Fitter, happier, more productive. Yeah, I was gonna say, Daft Punk sampled this, didn't they? And then Kanye West did. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about electioneering. <laughs> something that is surely happening these days. It's all around us, folks. You can't escape it. This is Pod Save Our Queen. <laughs> God uh, save the queen. <laughs> God save the queen. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, this is like 
the neoliberal anthem, you know? Yeah. They heard this and like, yeah, yeah, that's us. This is this is this is not sarcastic at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when we go forwards, they go backwards, and somewhere we'll meet. That's genius. Thank you, Tom. Better things aren't possible, thank you. Oh, finally, someone said it. <laughs> This was another uh, dumb moment for actually no I was today years old to borrow your phrase Mace when I realized that the lyrics are when I go forwards you go backwards I've always heard when I count forwards you count backwards and I thought they were just like talking about votes they were like oh I'm gonna count these votes forward and you're gonna count them backwards and you know we'll have them right where we need them right we'll in the meet middle somewhere in the yeah. middle yeah you know it's like okay, it, it like I see predicted that. the hanging Chad you know but in England I think. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still speaking on that. On that, I'm working on like a hanging Chad, um, like incel joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I've been workshopping it for at least ten to fifteen years now. The uh, virgin Chad versus the hanging Chad. Um, uh, I really like electioneering, especially after Fitter Happier. It just kind of like it brings my spirits back up. Oh yeah. They're like, oh yeah, don't you remember we have guitars, and it just goes yeah. yeah no it's it's uh i like it it's um i don't know it's a little too okay and not enough computer for me that's fair yeah i see that there's no computer they went, on this one yeah not enough computer not that it's bad and also like okay i get the cynicism about it and they're definitely making a lot of good points but i mean i'm being bombarded by that exact same cynicism every day so it was hard for me to like yeah deal yeah. with it you we, know like all have twitter accounts so but i think uh, yeah this was like the first time like you have to think back it's like 1997 so this was like big that a song got political hmm. the first time anybody had a take like this was before like rage against the machine <laughs> and system of a down and i think jason mraz like this was like the first <laughs> music yeah. to get political and that yeah this is the the world's first hot take <laughs> Uh, before that, it was all just like uh, it was like uh, politics are good. Or yeah, it's like the subterranean homesick blues. Like you know, like I'm Bob Dylan, I'm Robert Dylan, and we're just talking about being homesick and underground and sad. No complaints here. No complaints. <laughs> Be- before this, it was um, don't worry about the government by Talking Heads. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and it was just like, hey, you know, some civil servants are just like my loved ones. They work so hard. You know, and uh, you, you know, you can't hate them. Yeah. I'm gonna go see my friends at the, at their apartment. I think that's what the song is about. <laughs> yeah, this song also reminds me of Cheryl Crow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh, can you imagine Cheryl Crow uh, putting out like a protest album, like just going full political? I think it might have been "Soak Up the Sun." Yeah, I was gonna say that was "Soak Up the Sun." Yeah. Mm. It was right. Mm. It was right around that time. I remember being in like fourth or fifth grade. I see, you know, President Bush standing on that aircraft carrier, mission accomplished, and on the radio, "Soak Up the Sun's playing," and it just kind of clicked <laughs> in my head. I was like, "Damn, man!" Yep, man, we really are soaking up the yeah. sun, aren't we? Hmm. Yeah, it's the show crew is British. I don't know if any, anybody knew that, and I didn't either until right now. Um, Wait, what? No, she's not British. This say. is a bit. Don't fuck uh, with me. Okay. Show crew is British, and the line <laughs> "Soak Up the Sun" is basically about. You know, destroying the tabloid. She actually bought the tabloid, the sun, with her own money and shut it down. They they rest uh, they rested back control from her. It's it's a whole thing. You had to be British. To know. She's known as Cheryl yeah. Raven over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
her British name is J.K. Rowling. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation is making me climb up the walls. Hey! So I think, <laughs> hey! yay, segues. I think we should talk about climbing up the walls. Oh, man. I Climbing up the walls is, is a beautiful song, I think. Ooh. Mm. It's spooky. It's a it, it, real it spooky. It itches at you. It's scary. It's, yeah. it, it's creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. It's it sounds extremely like what it's called. <laughs> yeah, like for real. I I it's a uh, real uh, again uh, uh, with the slow slow build up. I like that. I like that they keep doing that. Um, I like. It's a very even though it's creepy, it's also kind of chill in a weird way. Like yeah. it's definitely super moody and yeah. like Tom is also sounding quite tortured, but it's also kind of chill. Actually, can I tell you a little compositional note about this song? Please. Sure. Climbing Up the Walls is one of the first tracks of the band to be described as quote-unquote scary. Relying heavily on the strings, but not in a conventional way, as a string section, composed by Johnny Greenwood alone, features 16 different violins playing quarter tones apart from each other. This is the first time you really, like, let it rip like that. 16 violins. That's a British baker's dozen, yeah? (laughs) It's also a December yeah. song, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. 16 violins. Yes. <laughs> Nikki, what do you think about the song? Uh, yeah, I mean, I basically said what I thought. I, I, it's, it's good. It's not my favorite on the album, but I do like it quite a bit. I, 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 def- I felt that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really felt mm. it. And yeah, the strings are sublime. Love it. When Tom York said, I've got the smell of a local man who's got the loneliest feeling, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we smelt that. What is the <laughs> what is the smell of a local man? Um, probably dirt, local dirt. Whatever the target smells like in your neighborhood. Is he talking about like twi- <laughs> like Twitter locals who are like really 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 into like Khaled? What do they smell like? Probably like Starbucks. Sorry, Sean. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know what Starbucks smells like anymore. <laughs> like a like a dragon drink. Oh yeah, they the one of the secret menu drinks that you have to describe what it is <laughs> because that's how no a menu works. A secret menu yeah, it's drink. on. We are on that shit now. People like Starbucks is like, oh, people are making a sick tea. They're calling it a medicine ball. Nah, fuck that. It's a honey citrus mint tea, and you have to pay <laughs> much more for it. Oh, it's it's incredible yeah. to watch. What if? Okay, so quick. Quick question. Uh, since you speak for your employer in all in all aspects, mm. what happens if you try to order the parts of that tea? Do you still get charged for like the the higher price? Yeah, we're catching on. Fuck that. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you're kind of asking for it when you're ordering off a non-existent secret menu that exactly. like Thank you, holds Nick. up the entire it holds up the entire Starbucks with your dumbass fucking. Whatever, like I saw on Twitter, it was like the Cosmo and Wanda, and it was just like one giant pink drink and one giant green drink, which is like, just get a milkshake somewhere else yeah. at that point. Uh, this is what climbing up the walls is about. It's about Starbucks. Yes. <laughs> it's about drinking Sean. so much coffee, you're climbing up the walls. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? Uh, gotta admit, initially, uh, this is one of my songs that I skip listening through this album. Uh, just mm. because it doesn't, it didn't really hook me immediately. It sounded creepy. It spooked me. But every time I'm like, "Ooh, I should skip this one and go on to uh, the the next track," which I've forgotten because you know uh, I, I'm okay with this album. Uh, but every time I think that, I go, "Oh, but remember the outro. Think about the guitar yeah. that comes in with the <laughs> strings at the end and how it like it soars and it sounds so fucking cool." And I go, "Yeah, no, I gotta listen to the rest of the song." So yeah, that's climbing up yeah. the walls for me. That's basically that's that's my blow. That's uh, I don't know what Shit's the fuck good. I just said. Uh, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Tom York actually. Oh, oh. Uh oh. I I don't know if I'm gonna what? read this. Uh, Tom York says uh, that this song. He's talk about uh him working in a home for the severely mentally ill. Oh. And about okay. the parliament, isn't it? <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I had no idea. Scathing. <laughs> Are you Tom York? No, I'm Johnny Greenwood. Oh, hey, Johnny. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Johnny, How you doing? it's you. It is, gotta go. Uh, gotta oh, score, okay, bye, gotta bye, score a movie. I've gotta gather oh, 3,600 violins. Okay, bye, Johnny. Bye, okay. I love you. Oh, I love you too. Oh. I love you, bye. What a sweet guy. Super busy, though. Barely had a chance to even talk yeah, guys, with us. Yeah, sorry. I just went to go get more water. Did I miss anything? Yo, oh, shit. Johnny was God. here. Johnny Greenwood? Johnny from oh, Radiohead. Radiohead. Fuck. Oh, I should have told him yeah. I really loved his scores for Never Let Me... Never, yeah. Never really well, you didn't You didn't really miss much. He was super busy. He, like, he was never really away. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And he also... This, apparently, this song is about a domestic murder. Oh. A domestic murder. A like a domestic murder. dispute, like a murder-suicide kind of thing. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about Ooh. this. Uh, Jesus, Tom. Um, <laughs> it, is a, it is a spooky, dark song. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not surprised. And you know what else isn't surprising? No surprises by radio. Jesus. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No surprises, it was actually the first song recorded for OK Computer, and the first take. Really? No way. Yeah, it was the first take. Wow. They knocked it out of the park with this one, because I fucking love this song. Yeah. Oh. It is, it's so good. Have you, Nikki, did you take take the time to watch the music video? Oh, no, I did not, um, unfortunately. The music video is Tom York um, in like a, he's in a fishbowl. He's wearing <gasps> a fishbowl on his head, and it it's slowly fills one. up. Okay. Oh. And it... He almost drowned. Like, for real? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I mean, that's kind of surprising. It was it was recorded in slow motion, because obviously he can't hold his breath for the entirety of the music video. Yeah. Uh, but basically, there is video in a documentary that you should watch. Take, 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 take like, I'd say, like, an hour out of your day to watch it soon, called um, okay. uh, Meeting People is Easy. Meeting People is Easy. Write that down. It is a, um, it's a... A documentary about Radiohead, uh, directed by Grant G, who also directed the music video for the song. Oh. It's the most depressing documentary you'll ever see. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, have you seen Meeting People Is Easy? No, but I have a free hour this afternoon. I might do it immediately after we record this. You should look yeah. at. I think it might be on YouTube. Even you can find Meeting People Is Easy really anywhere. It yeah, is the saddest honestly. thing you will ever watch. Um, it documents the OK Computer tour and how Tom York basically kind of lost his mind. Ooh. And it's it's Poor a guy. it's a good bridge to what we're doing next. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll take a look. Uh, Sean, how do you feel about uh, No Surprises? Oh, I love it. I, I uh, used to confuse it with Letdown, uh, just because I I know there were like two songs that were like very sad, but also kind of like easy to listen to, like nice Sunday morning songs or like kind of inspiring. But now I have it separated because there was a show that used to come on where uh, they would take Planet Earth footage and they would put silly English voices over the animals and i remember seeing a clip where it was like this giant tortoise walking is going oh well another morning and it just had the guitar from no surprises playing in the background so now that's what i think of and i just think about how like this song is just like so comforting and you just kind of like please just like no surprises no alarms just like i, I like working at 
the place that I work at every day, this one just really gets to me. I know it's it's universal, like a job that slowly kills you and just being like real tired and not wanting it. Mm. This is it's I saw this when I saw well, I guess when I heard Radiohead in uh twenty sixteen in April, uh they played this and everyone like they sang uh Bring Down the Government at one part because it was still, you know, after shortly after the uh inauguration and all that shit um but it was uh just a really inspiring moment and i love singing along with this song especially when it turns into better homes and garden in the end (laughs) yeah (laughs) this song makes me very uniquely sad because i feel like and this is the second time i'm going to mention this song on this podcast uh Mm -hmm. it makes me as sad as i just wasn't made for these times by the beach boys (gasps) yes oh my god yeah no i have it in my notes that like the beginning it may I was like, is a Beach Boy song about to start? <laughs> like that's how it feels. And then it goes on to be very Radiohead. And yeah, it's so it is really I wanna just float on the waters that is this song. Like, it does there is no surprises. And I like that. There's no like, oh antibiotics are evil or whatever. It's just it's nice. I don't know. And that like warbly synth string patch that's in there. I don't know what that is. Gonna steal that for a song, because it's good. This song sounds the way my depression feels when it's particularly bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's basically, it's that final chorus that's like, no alarms and no surprises, but in the background, Tom's go- saying, let me out of here. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a, there's a particular, I get like, I've had depression, uh, let me look at my watch, my whole life. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and there are... This is weird, and I don't know if other people get this, but there's, like, certain moments of depression that I get nostalgia for, where it's, like, uh, a better time with my depression. Yeah. That's what the song feels like, where it's, like, yeah, I'm sad, but, like, remember that time I was sad, but I could handle it better? Mm-hmm. Mm, no surprises there. Yeah. That's how the song makes me feel. Yeah. These days, you know, mental illness has manifested so much that you can barely deal with it, especially with everything going on. <laughs> yep. Um... And this is, it's, 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 it's a song that, and this is kind of cliche, you know, Mm -hmm. the act of asking people to listen to a podcast where we talk about Radiohead for over an hour is frankly just, I I understand how that comes off and I understand how this is about (laughs) to come off, but this song like speaks to me. Yeah. 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 What do you think a handshake of carbon monoxide is? Dying. I think. Uh, I was, I was, I had the same image in my head of when we were talking about uh, kisses with only saliva. And just kind of like obscure, like body to body contact, but instead it's like with liquids and gases, and it's just like carbon monoxide, just like hanging out, just like it's uh, it's Tom inhaling a bunch of carbon monoxide and like exhaling it into the person that he's kissing's mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Gross. He's a murderer. Well, I think we should. Sorry, Tom, if you're listening, got to go back to the previous <laughs> song. I think we had some clues there. Yeah, damn. Oh, wow. But yeah, this uh, this song is good. It's like at first it sounds like a real like simple tune. Um, but it took me like my third uh, listen to notice like sonically a lot of depth in this one. Like there's a lot, there's a lot here underneath the surface. Does it? Does this count as a ballad? No, because I like it. <laughs> okay, fair. Mm. <laughs> um, that is some surprise. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're lucky that we like this song. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Let's just. All right. Sorry. Continue. Let's do it. Ah, lucky by Radiohead. We are on the final <laughs> side of the album. Mo, mo, mo. It's just a little mo. It's it's just it's it's uh, uh, uh John Greenwell back here. Just uh, I uh, know you've got you've made it through uh 
the first uh, ten tracks of this album, my accent changed recently, but it's just a little. Yeah, Johnny, you're a little Australian. Just a little, little mo. I, th- I thought you were busy. Oh fuck! I gotta make a new, another music score. Gotta go. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> he's very. Um, he's an. He seems nice. I mean, yeah. Guys, I had to. I, I'm sorry. I left again, but I just came back and I uh, shoot away the uh, composer for There Will Be Blood. Don't know why he was in my apartment. <laughs> Shoot him off oh. of the room. He's in. The, he's in your house. Yeah, he's just running back and forth. Yeah, no, pest control is uh, tricky. <laughs> oh God, uh, Nikki, how do you feel about Lucky, the Britney Spears song, not the Radiohead song? Uh, well, I mean, if we're gonna talk about Britney Spears, that I feel like it's under it's underrated in her discography. Lucky, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not like her one of her breakout hits, obviously. And there's, I think it's good though. Um, but if we're talking about Radiohead's Lucky. Kind of a weird cover of it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't really sound anything like Britney's song. Yeah, and so... recorded years before. Yeah, so I don't know how that works, but I guess their interpretation of what she was going to release is pretty decent, actually. Yeah. Tom's vocals, especially in like the the second half of the song, are well, like when he start when he really starts to take off with it, just completely mesmerizing. Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. Like, and the chorus. I I feel like I could jump out a window and fly away listening to this song. It's so yeah. It did. It, it felt soaring. Is well, a good is a good way to describe how I felt. Here's the thing. Don't do it because we're we're not. We'll then have to pull you out of the air crash. Ah damn. Okay. Well, I'll just uh, I'll just hang on to my little my little fantasy of flying out a window listening to Lucky. Did you know that the song was written in around the time of the 1990s Bosnian conflict, <sighs> according to Genius? Tom is always doing that to me where I'm like, yeah, what a lovely, beautiful song. And it's like, it was about genocide. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is where we're kind of starting to see Radiohead songs that were written a very long time ago come into play. Yeah. I mean, we'll be doing it a lot more later on. But this is, um, there was actually one written during the time of the Benz. I don't know if I told you last episode that you're going to hear and it may destroy you. Mm, I'm not ready. Me either. Um, yeah, uh, I love Lucky. Lucky, I used to skip, genuinely, straight up, I used to skip either Lucky or The Tourist, because by the end of this album, I was always, like, exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to just skip either one, but I'm less, I'm less inclined to skip Lucky these days. Likewise. Yeah. Listening back to this before recording, I was like, oh, man, this is a really good song. Like, it's not as memorable as the ones that preceded it, like this and The Tourist, but... Uh, it's still very good for some reason like they like really latch on to transit at the end of the album and uh and also leaving transit but it's just i don't know i feel, I feel it oh hello is it's, it's me tom it's me tom oh shit i thought from, it was from, gordon ramsay from, never mind from radio oh hi tom oh yeah. hey oh that time have you okay. heard of radiohead yeah 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 we uh we were just talking about it how did you how do you keep getting into the podcast by the way uh so um here's the thing Huh. The last half of OK Computer, it's not about capitalism, it's not about um, any of the sort of, you know, the things that you think they are about. Oh. It's about trains. Oh, okay. Oi, Tom? Tom? Uh, hello? Is that you? Hello? hello? Oh, what? it's Johnny! Yeah, Tom! Oh my goodness! Hi, Joe, hello? What are you doing it's here? It's Johnny, isn't it? I just, uh, just all happened aboard, run around this guy's apartment, and then uh, just uh, found a microphone, and then uh, I your voice. It's, uh... Wow, it's... It's so great that both of you could be here. So, I mean, guys, I, uh, see you I, later. I, I don't even know where, oh, where I to love start. You. Okay, oh. bye. 
I love you. Oh, jeez. Oh, I had such an opportunity for a nice interview between those oh, two. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm still here. Uh, if he comes back, can oh. you just say... Oh, shit. Hey, it's Johnny? Yeah. yeah. For real? Yeah, yeah, I'm back again. I just wanted to say... Oh, shit. Uh, uh, really? My voice keeps changing. What the fuck but, is happening? Uh, just, I uh, want you, if Tom comes back, just let him know. I really think he did a really good job in Suspiria. Uh, movie was okay, but really love the school. Really proud of him. Will- okay, goodbye. I love you. <laughs> okay, but I love you, okay, bye. bye. I love you too, Johnny. I had like 12 balloons in my apartment, and Johnny Greenwood just inhaled all of them. Holy shit. Uh, what a rascal. Damn, that's beautiful. He's such he's such a good guitar man. He's a great guitar man. Awful roommate. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully Colin comes and picks him up in a bit. Sounds like it. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. His father, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My dad, Colin. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'll 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 lock him in a room. We're we're nearly done. I don't have I don't have much to say about Lucky. It's about trains. It's about trains. It's about trains. It's... I I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good. I really I didn't really love it until the guitar break mm-hmm. happened, which is fucking inspired. Yeah. Like that that alone makes that song worth it. Honestly. That line in the first verse that says "Kill me, Sarah. Kill me again with love." Mm-hmm. Um, according to this genius annotation, and according to this, like, demo, the line was originally, fill me again, fill me, Sarah, with love. And you know what? I'm not going to be the first person to say come on this podcast. Fuck. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's too late. Well, now that you've I said you it, did. you've opened the floodgates. You've opened the come gates. Just <laughs> go ahead and say what you're going to say. That's all, all I was going to say. You're just going to say come. Mace, if you want, I could, I could say it right now and you can, like, just put it in the beginning. And you can make, <laughs> Sounds good. You can make me say it right before you introduce it. You want? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Uh, three, two, one. Come. Wonderful. Thank See. you. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Does anybody have anything else to say about Lucky? Uh, no. I mean. Great song to listen to when you're good. walking off a plane. Yep. Yeah. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. That's plane music. Yeah. Plane, plane, plane and train music. Yep. Let's talk about other things you do on planes and trains. Um, <laughs> the tourist. <laughs> I was wondering how you're gonna <laughs> solid effort. What are you doing on that plane up there? I'm a tourist. All right. <laughs> Oh, okay. See you later. Purposes for visiting the country? Are we getting on this plane right here? I'm a tourist. That's reasonable. You're either here or on a train, Mr. Tourist. And that's what the song's about. Being on a train. Just being on a train or a plane. And going way too fucking fast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What a fast song this one is. This song's about Tom Twerk. (laughs) Yeah. Bringing it back around. Rest in peace. This song is just kind of a memorial to Tom Tork, R.I.P., my guy. Just, dude, uh, gotta fucking slow it down. Oh, idiot. Yeah. So, the first uh, listen, uh, the song starts, and I'm like, okay, last uh, last song, we're gonna see how we close it out. And it starts, and I'm thinking, oh my god, this is so slow. All right. <laughs> and then the chorus, the chorus kicked in, and Tom called me an idiot for thinking... <laughs> It was bad to be slow, and he told me, he told me, hey, fucking idiot, slow down. So I was like, all right, I felt bad. And then once I slowed down, I realized that the song kind of rules, actually. Yeah, this song fucks. It's real great, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's, uh, the atmosphere of it is, like, completely otherworldly. It used to spook me. It used to, like, kind of, like, extraterrestrial, yeah. Well, yeah, no, because it feels, it feels really out there, Yeah, you know? I could um like it's 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 a uh, what's that word ethereal 
Like I could, I could just, I could vape this song. You could rip some cotton to this song. Just rip some sick cotton. Can you imagine a dude with like that, like the vaping haircut? You know the one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, this all defend T-shirt, just kind of vaping to Radiohead. Oh, hold on. Let me. Yeah. Okay. He's there in my mind's eye. Uh, oh, he's waving at me. Hey. How you doing? Oh, he's friendly. Okay. Good. Oh. Oh yeah. He seems like a nice guy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> What a nice little visual oh, image. Oh, shit. Shit. Fuck. He just put on his MAGA hat. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, get him out of here. <laughs> Fucking get him out of here. Bullshit. Oh, man. Sean, what do you have to say about this? I mean, similar to what Nikki said, uh, you know, I didn't really see it as ethereal. I saw it more as like a cereal, and I could just take a big heaping spoonful of this every morning. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I, uh, reading about it, I... What Genius says, I hate to take your uh, your role, Mace, but uh, Genius was talking about like it was inspired by uh, Johnny Greenwood seeing tourists dash through towns in France. Uh, I've seen that. I've been to France. I've seen people just running real fast. Uh, and I love that image of just like all these like people and tourists just like going real quick. <laughs> oh, okay. We got to see the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Quick. We got to go to the Louvre. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know the, 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 uh, the moral of the song is, uh, hey, you got to slow down. Just, you know, observe something like really appreciate it. But I'd love images of like just quick tourists zoop, zoop, zoop. just all these tourists <laughs> rolling around at the speed of sound got places to go gotta follow your way home couldn't have said it better myself yep that's a completely original quote to me yep that that quote <laughs> is from the great american philosopher sonic the hedgehog oh hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh it's in the it's in the annals of history along with uh marx oh marx was a big sonic head <laughs> that's what being a marxist is all about yeah loving hedgehogs and happy hour Tots. I'm running really fast. Conies. <laughs> are you are y'all more of like a Sonic or a Tails? I feel I want to be Sonic, but I'm Tails. You know. I'm also Tails. Sean, I feel like you're Knuckles. Yeah, but he never chuckles. No, <laughs> I I misinterpreted the question. We've got a a, a drive-through restaurant <laughs> here called the Varsity uh, <laughs> that I go to more often than Sonic. So I'm more of like a Varsity. Okay. Sonic. Yeah. yeah. What is uh what is varsity all about? Uh essentially just kind of greasy fries and burgers and chili dogs and uh they have this like uh-huh. frosted oh. orange drink. Uh they're in they're in a enchinina enchin enchinina echidna. Echidna. Uh, thank you. Echidna. <laughs> yeah, that's just that that feels like cookout to me. Isn't that the name of the next Radiohead album? Echidna. Echidna. <laughs> echidna. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> yep. Um, I love the tourist. This is a good closer. Um, oh yeah. There's a theory, and this is the second theory I'm going to talk about. The other one I talked about off the air because it, it is a bonkers theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's uh, publishable, so yeah. we'll skip it and we'll, let's focus on this theory. <laughs> this theory is that basically this album is cyclical. Oh. In that. The like the chorus, hey man, slow down, slow down. Where where Tom York calls you a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, M- me specifically. Yeah, <laughs> I was very surprised that it took you this long to listen to Radiohead, Nikki, when Tom York addresses you specifically in 1997 by name. Yeah, I like someone would have gotten your attention by this point. And I was one years old in 1997. The gall <laughs> of this man to call a literal baby an idiot. A zoomin' baby. Mm. Do you think they fucking, they called the Pablo Honey Baby an idiot? Is this song about the Pablo Honey Baby? <laughs> oh, okay. Hashtag find the Pablo Honey Baby. Update. Nothing. Still no updates. Nothing has happened. Nothing. I don't know where, where the, where baby? Where baby? Where baby? Huh. 
Um, so anyway, the, the, the idea of the song is that it is cyclical and the, Hey man, slow down is intended to basically lead back into airbag because this person crashed and they're, they need an airbag. They wouldn't have needed the airbag if they had just slowed the fuck down. Yeah. Nikki. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm scared of cars too. I, I, I get it. Yeah. Tom York is, once you get past it, cars three is, it's, it's worth it. It's pretty good. (laughs) But I don't know. I just don't think they should be talking. And, uh, it's uh, it's unnatural. The tourist is good. How do y'all feel about the tourist? I love it. I love it. Think it's a, yeah yeah going real quick. Being told to stop. Beautiful song. Yep. Great. It's a it's a good closer. It's a little. It's not like what I typically go for for a closing track. But uh, this one felt nice. Hmm. Yeah. I think um what so before it ended, I was like, okay, yeah, it's an okay closer. I don't know if this would have been my choice. And then the triangle hit, and then the album is over. I was like, okay, that is how you end an album. Right there. Ding. It's still Ding. okay and an okay closer, but it's yeah. It's an okay it's an computer. Okay closer yeah. for an okay computer. So we've gotten to the end of OK Computer by Radiohead, the album about the computer that learns to say okay. Are we picking up something good? Uh, let's see. Let me just, uh, turn on my transmitter uh, here. Sean, Sean, turn on, turn on, turn on. You have now turned on. Okay, and let me just see here. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up something great. I'm picking up something fucking amazing. I'm picking up one of the best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this... Ooh, okay, computer. Like, it's so crazy how Pablo Honey was, well, it was Pablo Honey, and the Benz was good, and they just keep, they just keep it, they just keep it coming. Like, they are not giving up. They are improving album per album, song by song, even, in some cases. Like, just incredible. Yeah, um, I, it's wild how within four years, from 1993 to 1997, Radiohead got so much better. Like just, uh, it's they're they're a completely different band each time, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- that doesn't end. Yeah, by the way, you've you've gotten yourself into something, Nikki. Mm, something good. Something perhaps? I hope. Yeah. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah. We haven't even scratched the surface of what Radiohead is now. Oh boy. Oh like, yeah. Honestly, kiss, kiss goodbye to those beautiful guitars. <laughs> That was a reference that, that I don't get. Lean down okay. and kiss the guitars goodbye because they're about to go away. That open space that you feel, it's kiss it goodbye because you're about to enter into a, a, an isolation chamber. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nikki, now that we're kind of like three episodes in, yeah, how would you rank these uh, albums? Uh, funnily enough, in reverse chronological order. Uh, okay, Computer, The Benz, and... Way down there, Pablo Honey. You know what? I agree. Also, same. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I feel like uh, it's hard to imagine anyone putting the Benz over OK Computer. There are people that do. I, are there, are there people out there where we're like, Pablo Honey is so underrated, it's their best, they never matched it? Ah, uh, maybe people who, like, died in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> Their ghosts are like, oh, yeah, they really just, they took grunge to a whole new level. I can't wait to see what nasty grunge riffs they come up with next. (laughs) Do you think that Tom York, like, in his spare time these days in 2019, picks Mm. up a guitar and just plays a grunge riff? (laughs) (laughs) Just a chugga chugga. 
<laughs> just for himself. <laughs> Do you think he just chugs it a little bit? Just a little chug. Just a, he, he goes half chug. <laughs> Tom York turned in two different scores for Suspiria. One being what we heard, which was very pretty and dancey. And the other one was just full chug. And Luca Guadagnino <laughs> said, too much chug, Tom. And he had to go back. Tom, Tom, I'm going to need you to turn down that chug. Tilda Swinton loved the chug, though. It should be said. I think she has one of the only copies of the chug. Tilda Swinton personally, <laughs> she has a, she has the only remaining copy of the chug. That's what he named the, the soundtrack, by the way, the chug. Yeah. It's not... <laughs> not Suspiria. That's, that's the next Tom York solo album. It's called The Chug. <laughs> Um, oh god so we've gotten to the end of our episode uh sean i wanted to thank you very very much for being on our show thank you for having me this was i I love this i've loved listening to the past two episodes you guys are great and i was we know (laughs) i was very like mace you and i obviously have shared radiohead as the basis of our friendship for years now and uh, to be a part of nikki's journey uh, and discovering this my favorite band of all time uh next to rem also uh we should get on that, oh, Nikki. Um, yeah. But thank you for having me. This was a pleasure. Uh, yep, that's, it, that's it, you in the corner. Yeah, it's been it's been real fun. And it did take uh, like all of my uh, efforts to not go into a whole thing on REM when we started talking about it. So <laughs> there's a whole Likewise. other REM podcast. Uh... <laughs> that's true. There is already one that does that. But yeah, I don't know who they are. Yeah, nobody knows. Just um, but it's out there. So, um. So I'm Mace. You can find me online at Echo Vessel on Instagram at Echo Vessel. Um, I do this at the end of Radish as well. Fuck Echo Vessel, yeah, fuck the Echo other Vessel. Echo Vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we Nikki and I run a label called Neo Detritus. Um, That's true. Yeah. We actually just put out a record today, a p- uh, Passing in Public and Other Lies Constructed. Um, I actually have a reissue coming that <gasps> will be out this week. It's a Ooh. reissue of an old album called Orbit. Ooh. Um, oh, I'm excited. Fuck yeah. It sounds good. Um, please buy it because I need to buy gear. Um, please. And Sean and I also have another podcast called Radish. It's a show and tell podcast. Mm. There's two other people on it. Uh, I don't know their names. I've never met them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the joke here, Nikki, is that despite me knowing Mace longer and being friends with him longer, both Will and Tyler from Radish have met Mace in mm-hmm. person. <laughs> I oh. never have. <laughs> Oh, well, that's uh, that's certainly something. But it just shows you the power <laughs> of internet and computers keeping people together. I, just like OK Computer. Just, that, I think that's yeah. what we learned from OK Computer is that this is good stuff. Get on your OK Computer and follow me as well on Twitter, at YifPolice. You can also find all of my tunes, as the British call tunes, on NikkiFlowers.Bandcamp.com. Please buy my albums. I need groceries. Uh, like May said, I am a part of a podcast called Radish that's also on Noise Space XYZ um, that we just recently got out of. We're very happy to be part of this family. Uh, we are going, if any of you are Atlanta-based or coming to Dragon Con in, at the end of this month, uh, Radish is actually doing a live panel uh, that Sunday night in the Hilton. Um, and we would love it if you came out and saw us because this is the first time we're doing a live show. And uh, we can actually do a show and tell in person as it's meant to be done and not through an audio format. And yet we've kept it going for over 80 (laughs) episodes. Uh, But if you want to find me talking about, it is mostly Radiohead, but also just stupid bullshit. um, I'm I'm on Twitter at ThatSeanBerry. That's S-E-A-N-B-A-R-R-Y. 
Starbucks baristas spell my name wrong all the time. I fucking hate it. Just idiots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> taste of your own medicine. Yep. Uh, elsewhere, I am uh, Sean M. Barry. The same way it's spelled, but with an M in the middle. On like the M stands for McDonald's. M does stand for McDonald's. Uh, I'm our glorious I'm president. Infiltrating <laughs> Starbucks uh, from the the golden arches. Uh, but I'm Sean M. Barry everywhere else. Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um. So next, we are actually taking a little bit of a break from uh, just kind of linear album stuff. Okay. Um, next episode, we are actually going to be doing a B-Sides collection, um, where I'm going to be showing you a couple B-Sides from each album. Okay. Um, All right. That All right. are basically, we're going to do some from Pablo Honey. Like I said, the last episode, you're going to be listening to songs that were left off of Pablo Honey. <laughs> Which, when you mentioned that last time, has kept me up at night. So, yeah, next episode's gonna be a treat, I'm sure. Uh, a couple songs from the, the that were left off the Benz, and a couple songs that were left off of OK Computer. Which, hmm. it, it's going to encompass a range of things. And then after that, we're going to be tackling the big kid. Echidna. The big one. The kid. The echidna. Big echidna. We're going to be tackling Knuckles the echidna. <laughs> kid A. <laughs> 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 Um, big thanks to Matt and Noisepace.xyz uh, for taking the show on. Um, at this point, I'm looking at our recording timer. We have wasted two hours of uh, of their bandwidth. <laughs> Good. They asked for it. We're just giving them what they asked for. Uh, this has been Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast from Noisepace and Neo Detritus. Um, that's it. That's it. You can stop listening now. Do. That's it. Thanks, guys. Follow us online. Uh, follow us online at POSG Pod. Anyway, bye. Bye bye.